0: Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe.
1: Free money. Now that I have your attention, everybody, football is back, all right? And listen up. My friends over at DraftKings Sportsbook have a great, great, great deal for you right now. Every new customer who places a $1 wager on a game this week, is getting a free $200 simple and plain. That's all you have to do is make a $1 wager if you are a new customer at the DraftKings Sportsbook, and that's it, $200. Boom, bang, 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 okay? This is all I need you to do. Go to DraftKings Sportsbook, sign up, place that $1 wager, get that $200, okay, deposit, play it, And it's time to make it rain, baby. All right? I'm rocking with Tampa minus eight. Let's get this money tonight, baby. 200 bucks. You're listening to the best damn sports betting pod period with comedian Danny Lopriori and legendary handicapper Brandon Lang. Presented by DraftKings. Welcome back to another amazing episode of the Best Damn Sports Betting Pod, period. My name is Danny Lopriori, and I am joined by the legendary handicapper, the legendary caddy, the legendary daddy,
0: Mr. Brandon Lang. (laughs) Mr. Lang, how are we doing today? And the legendary how to pick up a stripper (laughs) without having to buy a lap dance. That, of course, will be on (laughs) One of the podcasts, actually, it's on one that I did early. I think it was on the very first podcast I ever did for the Believe Podcast Network. If You can hunt that down. Um, And literally, when I broke down how to do that, the first time I ever broke down was the Junkies in D.C. the year the movie came out, 05. And I broke it down. It was like a 10 minute segment that I broke it down. And when I got off the air, a stripper called in that worked at a strip bar in D.C., and said he is 100 percent correct and so she confirmed her, the genius she confirmed the genius of the play and wow. once she did that that gave me amazing street creed i mean amazing street creed not only <laughs> with the junkies but just basically it's true and i have put this together with see here's the difference i'm not the greatest guy greatest looking guy in the world but I got mad strip bar game, and so when you have a personality and sense of humor, you roll in a strip bar. What's their job? Their job is to talk to you. Well, yes. I go into a nightclub in Manhattan with supermodels. They're not looking at me. They got 18 GQ Johnnies running around. I got no, no chance. But you put me in a target-rich environment where they have to talk to me. It's fishing with dynamite, bro. <laughs> it's fishing with dynamite. It's every nice a first-round draft pick. I got the number one pick in the stripper draft every time I walk into a strip bar. That's I met my wife and got married. And then now her and I go together. But anyway, so we'll, that, that'll be somewhere down the road. We'll break down that for all the uh, all the pod listeners so they can't can work wait. their magic and work their game in any strip bar in America. If they go to the B-Lang ABCs of how to pick up a stripper without buying a lap dance, check, please. You are good to go. So big weekend, my brother, big weekend. You got a couple games going on tonight. The Maryland game has not started as we're taping this podcast right now. We do have one in action um, I still do 20 radio shows during the week, and literally, I said Louisville and UCF over the posted total. I I, I kind of lean. Yeah, I'm a home dog guy. You know that. Yes, sir. College football home dog. So far, um, they're on a 16-9 and one run with seven outright winners. Um, Illinois is getting seven. Louisville is getting seven. I like the over as a play. Didn't touch the home dog. DraftKings has the score at what right now, D? It's uh, 14-14. I got it on actually in my apartment. It's 14
1: 14. Louisville has the ball.
0: Okay. So the home dog's yeah. looking good. And over the posted total is looking yeah, over good the posted total is looking well. very good. Looking very so good. So big week, man. Big week. I keep I keep looking at some some marquee games for us. And I, I gotta tell you, this this Alabama Florida game all week long. I, I just keep saying you have to play Alabama or stay away. And then you think this young quarterback going down to the swamp in front of that crowd, first true road game, laying double digits. Do you take a chance with the dog here, D? Uh,
1: I mean, listen, uh, at DraftKings Sportsbook, uh, they have it at 14 and a half, uh, plus 14 and a half for the Gators. Uh, I'm a big, I'm riding the Dan Mullen train. I'm riding the Dan Mullen train. I think uh, here's the thing Alabama would only have problems with are explosive offenses, and Dan Mullen is an offensive, heavy offensive-minded coach. So the, the spread being at two scores, I think I'm going to rock with the Gators on this. I think they're going to cover 14 and a half. I'm going to trust in Dan Mullen to go and get this, uh, go and beat the spread for me.
0: Well, you know you're you're uh you're you're going out on a limb there. He's 0-10 straight up against Nick Saban. That's fine. Got, but, listen,
1: listen, anything can happen in sports. You, if anybody knows it, you know it.
0: Well, but he has covered five of the last eight matchups. There it is. So you have you have something in your favor. Six and four is an underdog with the Gators since 2018. Alabama Crimson Tide just 5 and 4 against the number last nine away from Tuscaloosa. Uh Tuscaloosa, Lusa, Lusa, You're a Lusa. You Lusa. Uh, real Tide, Real Tide. 5 real and 3 last 8 as an SEC visitor. My, I don't have a, a play here. Obviously you like Florida plus the points. I have a a small lean on Florida because once again, home dogs in college football so far this year 16-9 and 1. We got about 20 of them this week.
1: Yeah, pretty we pretty crazy.
0: Them. Um, to Danny's on that, another game of interest in the Midwest, Cincinnati rolling into Indiana, laying three and a half against the Hoosiers. Luke fickle was hired and the athletic director that hired him at Cincinnati is now the athletic director where the university of Southern. California. He's trying to get a little mm. slippy slippy with my Bob Stoops prediction. <laughs> don't even think about it, biatch. So bottom line, I don't think Luke Fickle's a good fit for Southern California. I think that'd be a mistake. I'll go on record and say it again. There's one higher here is Bob Stoops, but he had to kind of be distracted with that intel, having to field questions on that this week. So listen everybody got off the Indiana bandwagon because they rolled into Iowa and got blitzed. But if you look at the stats in that game, and if you look inside the numbers of that game, yes, Indiana threw three picks had two return for touchdowns, but the Indiana defense still held Iowa to three points in the second half. Mm. So they basically 18 starters back from that team that went seven and one last year, They just had to open up in a tough place and play a tough team at the wrong time. And at the end of the day, everybody's off their bandwagon. This is a a Cincinnati team that played Miami of Ohio to start. And they were tied last week, seven, seven at the half to an FCS school. I don't know about you. I I just think the whole world's off Indiana. Indiana. And I think Indiana shows here, and I think Indiana. I wouldn't be shocked if Indiana wins this game outright, plus three and a half. Uh,
1: you know what? Listen, um, for me coming into this game, I kind of have like a like a soft spot for Cincinnati because like are they're like the only non-power five team to make it to a playoff game, right? Not yet.
0: Not yet. So they played in a BCS. That's what it was against Georgia. And because Luke Fickle was absolutely clueless in how to manage the clock, they ended That's up what losing. It was. He That's could have taken another two minutes and 11 seconds off the clock. And yes. instead, he's snapping the ball with 17 on the play clock like a moron. And, and once again, three things you can't handicap. Penalties, turnovers, and coaching stupidity. And, and you know what? I'm going to go right into the story right now because it fits with exactly what we're talking okay. about. Story so, time with B. Lang, baby. Story time with B. Lang. So, I'm on a flight from Jacksonville. This is one of the greatest stories you're gonna hear. And It's funny. It pops into my brain when we planned a different story. So, I literally am on a flight. I went to the Jacksonville Atlanta game in Jacksonville, and I gotta fly out to L. A. So, I go to the game and I go catch my flight, and I gotta connect through Houston and then fly into L. A. And I'm sitting in my seat, and I'm in business select. And I'm sitting there and then he, he comes walking down the aisle and I'm like, no way is this guy sitting next to me. And then he literally goes, I'm in the corner. I go, no way. So he puts his bag in the overhead and he sets down and he's getting all organized and I lean over to him. Now I'm Brandon Lang sports handicapper on a flight. This guy sets one seat over from me and I lean over and I go, listen, I was at the game today. You guys did an unbelievable job. I-, I thought it was one of the best officiated games I've seen all year. What a great game too. I said, I'm a huge football fan. I said, I know you're tired. If, uh, if, if you want to, if, if, if I could talk while we're up in the air and ask some questions, great, but I know you're tired. So if you got stuff to do, I go, I'll let it go.
1: I'll fuck off, yeah.
0: He looks at me and goes, no, let me let me get organized stuff. We get up in the air. He goes, absolutely. It was Vinovich, NFL referee.
1: Oh, no shit.
0: Absolutely. Lives in Houston. Wow. So we get, so we get up in the air, Bill Vinovich. So we get up in the air and uh, he takes his CD and the CD that he had was every penalty called in that game and he had to watch the play so we get up in the air and we just start talking i go you live in houston huh and i go yeah and i don't know how terry collins name came up manager of the new york mets but terry's known me since i was eight years old um my high school baseball coach is married to terry's sister so terry's Uh, known me terry's known me since i was 10 and my brother's cool as shit and my yeah my brother bill um, should have been in the big leagues. And if, if you ever ran into Terry Collins and you said, we have a mutual friend and he says, who's that? You go, Brandon Lang, the first words out of his mouth would be. That's one crazy son of a bitch right there. And the <laughs> next words out of his mouth would be. But I'll tell you what, his brother, Billy, could hit a baseball. And because of, fa- of father abuse and, and drugs and my, my brother never made it. Yeah. But my my brother was a phenomenal athlete. So when I brought up that I knew Terry Collins. He's good friends with Terry Collins, so that wall came down. So now we're up. I get a cocktail. He doesn't, and I go. So have you ever done a Super Bowl? And he goes, Yeah, I did the the Seattle Patriot Super Bowl. I go, Oh my God! I said for you to be able to witness that game. I go everything going on. He goes, I don't watch the game. I go, What do you mean you don't watch the, the game? He goes, As an NFL referee, he goes, as soon as the ball is snapped. I have one responsibility to identify whether the play is a run or a pass. If the play is a run, he goes, I immediately go to the right guard to see if the right guard's holding. He goes, if it's a pass, he, you know, he said, if it's a run, I immediately go to the right guard to see if he's holding. He goes, if it's a pass, he goes, I go to the left tackle to see if he's holding And then when the ball is released, I immediately look for roughing the passer. He goes, that's all I look for every single play. He says, as soon as the play is over, he goes, I got to wind the clock. I got people in my air. If there's a penalty called, I have to go find the official that called the penalty. We talk about it. He goes, we're on to the next play. He goes, the game moves that fast. I go, no way. I said, so for the interception, the interception at the goal line, he goes, the play was called. It was a quick pass. He said, I heard the crowd go nuts. Then somebody in my goes, we have an interception. We have an interception. And he said, I had to run and see and find and get organization. He said, it was just mad chaos. He said, it was unbelievable. That's crazy. So then I said to him, I go, biggest mistake you see week in and week out. And I couldn't get that out of my mouth fast enough. And he goes, clock management. He (sighs) said, these NFL coaches do not know how to manage the clock. He says, we sit there and talk amongst our crew in a tv timeout saying what were they thinking at the end of the half i mean what he says we talk about it all the time he said you got 20 coaches on a coaching staff you don't think you can have one coach up there and his sole purpose is it's just, just a clock that booth nerd and yeah. manage the clock and that's all it is he goes that's it he goes he goes it's just it's amazing to us how these coaches both college and pro cannot manage the clock at the end of games he says it's unbelievable and then he goes We've actually talked about adding a nut. The game has become so fast and so physical. He said, we can't catch everything. He says, we need to add an extra official. He said, we need eight now, not seven. He says, the problem is we don't know where to put him on the field. He said, Uh. we want to put him in the middle of the field and put a helmet on him. He said, because the middle of the field is so crazy. He says, but it doesn't work. He said, that's why we're missing some of the calls we're missing because we don't have enough eyes. The game has become so fast.
1: And, the, and wasn't there like an old rule, like in the last two minutes, the, like the umpire had to be in the middle of the field like years ago? Like there was a guy, there were refs like uh, behind. Yeah, like, He was, the right, there was a rev,
0: like right behind the linebackers. Yeah, that was they moved him. Then they moved him out and put him on, put him on the side. But well, I thought that was fascinating that. Yeah, no. Know. So then I said to him, I said, how did you become an NFL official? He said, my dad was an official. His dad was an NFL referee. And he said, he kind of kind of moved along the process for him. Yeah, yeah. But this was the amazing part right here. He said the FBI background check of every official oh, wow. to become official was if they ever found out you visited a Las Vegas casino if you've ever gambled on anything in your life you cannot be an official you can have never have gone into a casino wow. and gambled or played anything then i said to him i just backtrack real quick i said to him i go how did you get the super bowl how does an official get the super bowl he says okay so for every penalty you call that's wrong when you make a bad call you get a point you get one point At the end of the season, the NFL referee this is each, each, the headlinesman, everybody, every single official whoever has the least amount of points gets the Super Bowl. Wow. So I said to him, I go, What was the least amount of points you had in one year to get the Super Bowl? And he goes, 12. So you got 17 games, 16 games, 16 games because you get one game off, 16 games. And in 16 games, you only made 12 mistakes. Not
1: bad. no, that's not, especially for football. Like, it's crazy. I never really heard. I've never heard anything like that before that. He's just watching the strong side run. And then he's looking for the backside, the backside yep. hole.
0: I was amazed. Absolutely. Amazed. That's crazy. No, yep. I've, ne-
1: I've never I've never I've never really even thought about that, that they have to just watch one part of the game.
0: It was it was literally unbelievable for me being who I was. I told him I was just a business guy who loves football. Right, right. And and it was absolutely amazing. He couldn't have been nicer couldn't have been a, a cooler guy. It was just a, a great conversation and then he's like I got to go and he got his laptop out. He put the tape in and I, I tapped him and he kind of turned it a little so I could see a little bit of it. Yeah, and yeah. I leaned over and it was amazing to see the penalty call and and how he did what he did and I'm like <laughs> it was just so cool. Oh, wow,
1: that's fucking awesome. But I, it goes I, I, there's go it's ahead. crazy it's crazy that for some reason even after like the the Donahue stuff whatever Donahue whatever yeah. NBA that I never really, I, I never really thought about. The actual background check that you actually have to go through now
0: is probably ridiculous. Yeah, just yeah. to be an official. Just be official. So that's a great that, gig. Though. But again, I brought up that story just to say the clock management of Luke Fickle and George in the in the bowl game and uh, in, in this situation here, I think Indiana is a very live dog, and I like the Hoosiers at home. Big Ten team getting points from a team from an inferior conference. I'll take Indiana plus three and a half.
1: I'm gonna ride with you on that too.
0: I'm gonna ride with you on that one. Um another big game. Penn State hosting Auburn. I don't know about you. I think you I think not not speaking from a a very a very gay reference saying you'd look really hot and all white, but there's something about wearing all white that's hot. Oh yeah. Like yeah. like the white kicks, the white jeans, the white shirt. It's, fr- it's, fresh to death. It's, fr- it's fresh. It's fresh. It's fresh. Yeah. So you're going into Happy Valley, hundred and ten thousand fans, white, it and up. it's all white, and it's at night. I mean, how fresh? How fresh is that? Yeah, that's like uh, Auburn, P.
1: Diddy. P Diddy used to go uh, throw all white parties. That's what it's going to be like. Yeah,
0: it's an all white party. It's an all white party. You can, listen, you come to Vegas, I'm throwing an all white party. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'll get my i get my starting five from the rhino. Ladies, Danny is rolling in town. We're going all white party. All white. All white come party, baby. Come uh,
1: listen, there's nothing sexier than than an all-white outfit. Yep. You, and and an all-white outfit that you don't mind getting dirty in.
0: Yep. Those are dangerous people. So so Bo Nix plays his worst games on the road. All white. Happy Valley. I, I know Auburn's loaded. I know they got a a filthy squad. member. Harson came in from Boise State. This is his first year. Malzahn yeah. got kicked to the curb. He, of course, rolled over to uh, to UCF, which is is playing tonight. Mm-hmm. I want to take Auburn plus the points. I think Auburn plus five and a half is the right side, but I can't trust Bo Nix. He had third and goal from the four yard line in a game last year, and I needed him big time. And he and he threw it. 20 yards over the receiver's head, hit a hot dog vendor in section eight to the right of the end zone. That guy fell down. The hot dog thing fell on a woman and and somebody had to go to the hospital. I'm just, wow. It was such a, it was such a, it was such a a bad pass. The guy was on a slant route. He's wide open. He threw it 20 yards over the head and I swear to God, somebody had to get hit. So I don't trust him. I think Auburn's the right side, but sometimes you, you, You lose with team a before you try to win with team B. And I think in this situation, you force Bo Nix to go into the all white uh, happy Valley and execute that offense. He's been great so far, but this is a whole different breed animal. Uh, I like what Penn state showed me Uh, beat Wisconsin came home, beat a feisty ball state team, like a drum. And in this situation here, I just think James Franklin's got something going here. All
1: right. Um, so DraftKings Sportsbook, they got the over-under at 52-and-a-half. What are you feeling in that game? I think you'd have to play the under. I think, I think so Auburn's, too, defense
0: right? is, Auburn's defense is legit. Listen, that, that Wisconsin-Penn State game never sniffed the total of 49. Yeah. And I think in this situation with the way both these defenses are playing, the way this Penn State defense is playing, um, I, think, I think the right side of that is under the posted total as well.
1: All right, so I'm going to run with the under uh, 52 and a half at uh, DraftKings Sportsbook. So yeah, I'm uh, I'm excited for that game. I mean, that's the craziest thing about college football is I don't know how you do it so well. There's just so many games you could just bet all day.
0: Can't, 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 can't just bet the board as much as you want. You're setting yourself. up. Elaborate, to
1: elaborate on that. Why?
0: Because you can't. You, you you can't bet. You're you're setting yourself up to fail. It's hard enough to win one game, let alone win 10. Right. So unless you have just unlimited because the number one rule in gambling is only bet we can afford to lose. Mm-hmm. So if you have a bankroll of five thousand, you want to bet 20 games on a Saturday and you want to sit in front of your TV and you want action on every single game. And then you got in game betting and you just want to be a degenerate. Go ahead. Yeah. And get the bankroll. The bankroll right. supports it. But most people don't have the bankroll. So Mm -hmm. that's why at brandonlang.com, our business model is every handicapper releases one play a day. Mm -hmm. That's it. It's easier to hit one game than it is to hit two out of three. So let me, let me ask you this. Um,
1: What is the max amount of games that you would like in your heyday back in the day, you know, um, what's the most
0: you would bet on a Saturday individual games? Well, it's, it's exactly what I told you. If I had, I would always bet my, if I had a bankroll, 2000, Okay. I'd always bet my best bet for a thousand. I bet my best bet for 1,300. And then I'd take 700 and I'd bet a three team parlay for 300. Love that. I'd bet a $200 two team teaser something else that I liked. Teasing and then I'd, I'd take $100 on like a six teamer and boom. So, so you're, getting, say,
1: you're getting creative though.
0: You got to get creative when you win. Well, not I'm not saying creative, I'm just saying that. I had a lot of action throughout the day. Right. If my three team are lost, my two team are lost, my teaser lost and my best bet won, I picked up $600 for the day. Who's not happy with picking up $600 in the day. Who's not happy making $600 a day. And that's another thing is, is, is most people don't bet with discipline. Mm. They want the big score. So they'll blow their bankroll when you understand that it's not a sprint, it's a marathon and it's a whole season and that there are going to be weeks that you lose. Don't chase, except the fact that you lost. Don't dig yourself a hole. So Johnny Knuckles and Bobby donuts, don't show up at your house and say, Hey, (laughs) Hey, 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 where's Um, the money? And just, you know, just, just money management plus discipline equals success. And if you approach it that way, like the stock market and and just kind of grind and do what you do, it's hard to win five straight months. And, and I've got, went on a little mini winning streak this last weekend, so I got September back under control to where winning month number six in a row is in the rearview mirror now, where there was a second where it could have gone really bad yeah, because I didn't chase. I didn't start throwing haymakers. I just stayed, stayed with the process. So that's my biggest advice. And I, I said it in early, early podcast. Yeah. Whatever your best bet is, just make sure any other bets you make, the total of those bets don't exceed what your best bet is. So because, you know, how many times I meet guys who basically say, man, I hit my best bet, but I lost money because I did this and I did that. Big mistake. Don't ever, because yeah. most people who don't get cute, don't get cute, just, just can pick a best bet. At least six out of 10. No, six. for sure. No, absolutely. Six out of 10. I would, I would, I would bet on that.
1: that okay. six Out of 10, you're going to hit
0: college one play. The Danny Lopo steam move your best bet. <laughs> On Saturday, one play. What's it going to be?
1: Uh, I'm actually going to go with this goes against our dogs. This goes against our our, our, okay. our dogs, it, right? I don't like you it. said, Ball Ball State got drummed out by uh, Penn State. Yep. I'm going with Wyoming minus seven at home. That is my lock. And then, you know, if it's minus seven at DraftKings Sportsbook, but if you're getting somewhere else, if you're not in the states that have it, you know, uh, I would take that down to probably – Six and a half. six and a half. OK, maybe even six
0: because I'm afraid. OK. All right. Uh, Keep an eye on La Tech plus 14 and a half over SMU. Oh, yeah. La Tech went into. Mississippi State of the SEC.
1: La Tech the, plus 10 and a half DraftKings Sportsbook. It's at 10 and a half now.
0: It's at 10 and a half. Oh, my God. They're hammering. OK, get off that because the public <laughs> yeah, like, of oh. so the public that lines move four points on the public side. I'm not going to public side Memphis at home plus three and a half over Mississippi state. I'm going to stay with that. They can score. They got a squad there at home. Mississippi State is. struggled with La Tech, big emotional win over NC state now going on the road lane, three and a half. I'm going to take Memphis plus three and a half over Mississippi state. All right. To the NFL. We told the Bill Vinovich story. Uh, congratulations to you. On the New York football giants last night. Uh eh. or actually it's Thursday night, getting it done over Washington. Um, congrats. I was on the other side. Let me let me just say that someone should call 911 and call the DC police and have them go to the practice facility tomorrow and arrest the front four of the Washington football team and arrest those four number one draft choices because after two weeks of playing the chargers and the giants, they are, they should be, they should be arrested for stealing because they are flat out stealing money from their employers (laughs) at Washington because they have not earned a dollar. They have not been able to get pressure on Justin Herbert they made Daniel Jones look like Joe Montana. He it's looked great. Absol- last night. Listen, it's absolutely embarrassing. If I see another person throwing love Chase Young's way, I, I, I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna boycott football for the rest of my life. This guy's the most overrated piece of crap in the NFL. At least <laughs> after after the first two weeks of this season. He's been he does dog, not look good. He's been dog shit. Absolutely dog. Like, shit.
1: They had like one time like during like maybe the third quarter where they were maybe getting there, but Daniel Jones had a lot of time. He was patting the shit out of that football, Unreal. dancing around back there, ran for like a hundred yards. Unreal. You know, and and even on the flip side, too, though, it's I can't stand Jason Garrett. He is the most safe offensive coordinator i got a vision for th- you i think i think in the nfl
0: i got a visual socks okay i got a visual for you you ready yes what's your favorite strip barn in Manhattan? Uh, scores flash dancers no uh, cheetah cheetah g- okay g- get dirty with it you're in cheetah okay in the front door walks dr fauci and jason garrett okay okay <laughs> How uncomfortable would those two guys be <laughs> <And Gina's. laughs> What do you want to do, Dr. Fauci? I don't know. I don't we have, know. I, we have, are you vaccinated? Yeah. Well, yeah. Are they vaccinated? I don't know, Fauci. Should we go to the bar? If we sit down, the girls are going to smother us. Okay, we'll go to the bar. I mean, <laughs> make sure. So you're Jason Fauci, Garrett.
1: Jason. Jason Garrett, dude. It's like, hey, listen, your team gets a huge turnover, basically in the other team's red zone. You've been running this read option all night and it's been fucking working. Yeah. You give the ball to Saquon. He tries to crawl under the, the, uh, everybody knows you're running. Okay. You've proved a little bit. They didn't even start throwing the ball down the field until the uh, three quarters through the game. Yeah. Take a shot at the end zone there because everyone's like, Oh, you know, uh, I was talking uh, with our producer, Josh, before he's like, Oh, but you got to take the points. And I was like, Josh, Nobody was stopping anybody last night. A field goal was automatic last night. You have to go for touchdowns when you can get them, especially a team like the Giants that never scores touchdowns. Yep. You have to go get you have to go get the touchdown. And this guy runs three fucking ask Madden plays in a row. This guy has no idea what he's doing there. He lost the game last night. I don't care. Dimes played uh, well enough to win that game. And I feel bad for him that he should have won that game. Saquon's not what he what he is right now or what he used to be. The guys just happy to be there.
0: Let the kid go in the game. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of taking head coaches who were fired or let go in your division and hiring him within your division to be your offensive coordinator. No. Not a big fan of that. You've, you've so you have been looking at so. Especially when you shit the
1: bed in every big game that you ever coached.
0: Yeah, and what did he do at Dallas that made you think he was going to come to New York and <sighs> and and be the savior? So, um all right, NFL. I'm sorry. Best it's bets. my
1: favorite, it's my no, favorite absolutely. team. So I get I get Listen, passionate. You have, I just you, I
0: can't stand that. You have a let people go session. win the game. Okay. All right. We play <laughs> to win the game. Thanks, Sir Edwards. Um, I get it. Little therapy session. I gave you a minute. Okay. Oh, gotta move on. Thank you. Gotta, thank gotta, you, Daddy. Gotta, gotta you, move Daddy. on. Um NFL best bets. Remember at DraftKings, you can sign up for five dollars, make a one dollar bet. With that five dollar sign up, you get two hundred additional dollars. So you have a bankroll immediately of 205 um, at DraftKings. Where do they go, Danny? You got to go to DraftKings Sportsbook. Go to the app. Okay. Make sure you put that $5
1: required deposit down. Make that $1 bet. Get that 200 bucks instantly, baby. And use that promo code Best Damn at the DraftKings Sportsbook app.
0: Bam. So best bets in the NFL. We'll go with our three best bets. You can tease them, parlay them. It does not matter. I don't know what Danny's going to do. He's all over the place with with what he likes to do with his three best bets. He can do a three-team, seven-point teaser, three-team, ten-point teaser. He might do a two-team parlay, one best bet. I don't know. Danny Lopo, your three NFL best bets for Sunday. My best bet, flat out, I'm taking Buffalo minus three and a half.
1: On the road, I'm taking (laughs) Buffalo minus three and a half. Here's why. It's the Miami Dolphins. I know it's a, a division game. These teams play the shit out of each other. But here's my thing. If the Giants and the Redskins can score like that against each other, two ticky tacky defenses, sometimes the Giants defense can be actually fairly good. The Redskins, their defense could be fairly good at the end of last year, right? I see Buffalo having a revenge game after week one going up against a division rival, wanting to make a statement that they are still one of the best teams in the league. And I honestly think that they spanked them a little bit down there in Miami. I'm not a big to a fan. I'm not all in on him. I think Josh Allen, Stefan Diggs. They have a bounce back game. Then they lock that game in. It's uh, DraftKings Sportsbook minus three and a half lock it in. I think it's an absolute lock. Should they buy the
0: half point down to three? Always. Because you never want to what? Lose on a half point. Yes, never. Well, the, the proper terminology is you never want to get beat by the hook. Beat by the you, hook. By the hook. So you never want to get a beat by the hook unless you put an ER at the end of it, and then that becomes a <laughs> hooker, and you never mind getting beat by the hooker. All right, next best bet. Let's go. Come on. Let's go. <laughs> Come on, Holmes.
1: Uh, you know, my other one is, uh, listen, Philadelphia looked great in week one. They're favorite at home. No, uh, like they're dog, they're dogs, they're dogs, yes. So it's plus three. Philadelphia at home. I think Philadelphia is for real. I hate to say it, I'm a Giants okay. fan, but I'm gonna run with Jalen Hurts plus three at home over the San Francisco 49ers, plus okay. three, and I might number you know, number three, and number number three. I'm actually gonna go with the Las Vegas Raiders. Oof, oh boy, okay. Here's why here's why Josh Jacobs played last week, visibly hurt throughout the entire game. He's out. And now he's out. They spent all this money on Kenyon Drake to come there and be the running back. I think Kenyon's going to have a a huge game against a stingy Steelers defense. Don't get me wrong. They're stingy. But I think this guy that they paid the money for, I think Kenyon Drake has a huge game. I think uh, Derek Carr manages the game well, and I think they get out of there with uh uh, I don't think they get out of there with the win, but I think they cover plus six and a half, and then you know, with the hook, get it up to seven. Have your nice, have your nice day there. But I like Las Vegas a lot.
0: Okay, my three best bets: go to DraftKings, deposit five bucks, get an extra two hundred dollars, make a one dollar bet, use promo code Best Damn. Uh, I agree with you on Philadelphia. Philly looks good, man. My my stance is any elite, any quarterback, there's 32 teams in the NFL. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: You uh, if you're a quarter, if you're starting quarterback in the NFL, you're one of 32 guys. If you're as good looking as Jimmy Garoppolo is (sighs) and you're going to go on a date with a porn star. She can't be. A chunky Asian porn star who's 30 pounds overweight. You just you can't you can't allow yourself to be subject to. You're going out in public. You're gonna film the (laughs) date, and you go with the chunky Asian. Call me, Euros.com, Bodymiracle.com. They're all escort. You call up as an NFL quarterback and say, "I you want to go to dinner?" You could have got a dime piece. And Garoppolo goes out with the chunky Asian. I get it. She's like an eight in the face. I get it. But she's <laughs> 30 pounds overweight. She's going to order a big carb dinner to pound the flesh. Jimmy, I can't uh, trust. I cannot trust oh a quarterback that goes out with a chubby porn star. I just I can't. I cannot do it. Jessica Drake. You have John <laughs> or you got. I mean, you got hotties out there and, and prime and Brianna Banks and, and you're, you know, well, Brianna, Brianna Banks is. She gained weight too. She's a prime lady.
1: Brianna Banks. Oh, in like, her prime, like, nothing like better. Brianna
0: versus Jenna days. Oh, God. That was that. That CD was great. <laughs> Brianna loves Jenna. That was the name, of it, by the way. All right. I had the, so I had the poster. Porn star Jeopardy. I'm going to take blonde porn stars for a thousand. This blonde porn star dynamic duo, who's Brianna and Jenna. That is correct, Brandon. You have control of the board. I'm going to. Porn stars who
1: went to Dallas. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: Um, So I'm going to go Philadelphia plus the points. Uh, number two total for you. You mentioned it. If Daniel Jones and Taylor Heineke can combine to go over 60 points, Patrick Mahomes and Lamar Jackson can combine to go over 54 and a half. It's the Sunday night game. Take over the posted to total with the Ravens and the Chiefs. A lot of points there. And last but surely not least, I'm going to go against you just because you won with the Giants. I lost with Washington. I'm going to go against you. I'm going to take the home dog Miami Dolphins plus three and a half in a big revenge game. They lost by about 1,471 points last year in the regular <laughs> season at Buffalo. They home did, team has home story. team. They killed them. <laughs> they didn't need <mean> the game. <laughs> uh, home team five and one last six in the series. We're going to go ahead and take the home dog Miami Dolphins. As I said to you before, home dogs in the NFL last week, four and two with three outright winners. I'm going to take Miami plus the points. A lot of fun, a lot of action. You got to vent therapy session. Uh, Bill Vinovich set next to him on a plane flight on. I'm sure there's a ton of other stuff we talked about that. I'll probably think about when I go off the air with you right now. But uh, one question,
1: though, because we did it last. We did it last episode. I want to ask you. Um. So when you see this Cardinals Vikings game, as good as the Cardinals looked, why are they only getting four points at home? They're minus four.
0: Yeah. By minus They're four, four points. They're given. Yeah. Um, respect for Minnesota and who they are. I mean, Minnesota went to, went to overtime, but my feeling on that game is going back to last year. The Vikings have now failed to cover eight straight games. Yeah. They're on an own eight run against the spread. I, I don't like laying more than a field goal with a team at home that hasn't been that big a favorite in a while. Okay. And I just get the feeling that it's a 10 point game. And here comes Kirk Cousins slinging it in back door. That four number has the back door written all over it. You're and he's good enough as, to do it. Yeah. You're never as good as you looked in week one, as you are in week two, you, you, you get over, you get overexcited, um, they look great. Maybe Tennessee's not as good as we think. I'm going to take a step back. I didn't touch that game. I want right. to see if Arizona can do it two weeks in a row. This is a desperate Vikings team getting four and a half. If I had to play the game, winners go with streaks. Losers go against them. Until Minnesota covers a game, just keep going against them. It could be Sunday, but you don't want to sit there after the game going, wow, they've now filled the cover nine in a row. Why did I go against that? Right. So
1: that, that was the main uh, like question is how much does Vegas change the lines when it comes to week one, the week two, is it usually after like week three or week four, where you'll see the numbers start going, see who's three and one, four and oh, and their numbers are going to change now every week.
0: Not much, not, not much. much. If there's a disparity, it's week one based on they're putting the lines out three months before the season starts. Right. And then as, as preseason unfolds and then you get closer to the game, you may see some some exaggerated line moves there. But for the most part, they they got a pretty good feel of what they want that number to be. And it's not going to move much. They'll, they'll put that number out there. Remember, all that number is, is that numbers out there to en- to entice the public to equally wage on both sides. OK, because you get you get if you get that they collect the 10 percent vig. They're happy. It's when they're top heavy on one side and they need the game and they don't get it Vegas cleaned up because dogs went 12 and 4 and as long as dogs cover Vegas wins when it's a when there's 16 games on a Sunday and the chalk goes 14 and 2 Vegas gets clobbered teasers parlays they money lines they get destroyed so good week for Vegas in week one we'll see how the chalk does in week two
1: All right, sounds good Mr. B. Lang, it's always a pleasure, my friend.
0: You got him, my uh, buddy.
1: For everybody else to enjoy the opportunity that I get to, I get him twice a week, baby. I get him twice a week. He's given to me on a silver platter. But I where know. can they find you, my man? Brandlang.com. All right, and you September,
0: can find me at Money Number Six
1: Roll. Danny Lopo at Money Month Number Roll. Danny on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, everywhere. Remember, go. Get that five dollar minimum uh required deposit. DraftKings Sportsbook bet one dollar or more any Week Two game, instant two hundred bucks in your account. Boom, go and do it. B Lang, I will see you. In Our last podcast,
0: pod- podcast number eight. We have to get Asuka here on. So work on that. All right. Okay. All right. All right. Josh, you heard it. Book it. All right. See you guys later. Bye, guys. Peace.
1: your attention everybody football is back all right and listen up my friends over at DraftKings Sportsbook have a great 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 deal for you right now every new customer who places a one dollar wager on a game this week is getting a free two hundred dollars simple and plain that's all you have to do is make a one dollar wager if you are a new customer at the DraftKings Sportsbook and that's it. $200. Boom. Bang, bang, bang. Okay. This is all I need you to do. Go to DraftKings Sportsbook. Sign up. Place that $1 wager. Get that $200. Okay. Deposit. Play it. And it's time to make it rain, baby. All right. I'm rocking with Tampa minus eight. Let's get this money tonight, baby. 200 bucks.